She's a super freak. Super freak. Do we feel ready to begin? I All think... my super freaks out there. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Well, it's going to be a freaky one, that's for sure. Welcome back to We Love That. I'm Jerome. And I'm Kenyon. And today we're talking about the infamous Rolling Stones 200 Greatest Singers of All Time list. And you know how we feel about a list, about competition, about hierarchy. Mm, The outlook is not good for Rolling Stones. you hey you hey girl <laughs> good to see you good to see you <laughs> oh no good, good to it. see you more <laughs> oh making me shake and shiver over here Ooh, quiver and, 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 and yodel Ooh. and moan and quiver <laughs> and sliver and shiver and, and whatever they wrote for that guy oh my god wait we might have to pull that up the number of I mean, not to delve too quickly into it, but <laughs> there are some things that I don't want to be described as doing. I'll just say that. <laughs> Particularly not when I'm making music. <laughs> and those would include hiccuping. Um, choking, uh, choking. 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 So good. Y- yodeling. Preaching. Um, Kenyon, what do you think if... Now, this is a fun question. Are you ready? What is... This could, I've, you could take this in two directions. One version of the question is, what would be the, like if someone were to give you a compliment on your voice or on your singing, what would be the, like what's the highest compliment that they could give? Whether it's a particular word or saying you sounded like a particular person, like what is that highest point? Oh, this and, and then the, the, the other version of the question is, can you think of a compliment <laughs> someone has given you that felt like the highest compliment you had been you had received? Um, this is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous question <laughs> to ask someone in a recorded format. Kenyon, <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. have you ever received a compliment? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what's the best compliment you've ever received? No. <laughs> <laughs> On your singing. <laughs> And now, if you were to compliment yourself, what, oh, what would you say? How oh, would you correct the best That's compliment funny. that you have received to the actual best compliment? Where could they have gone further? <laughs> um, I think I'll only answer the second part of that question. Okay. Um, I was recently called expressive. And I really, Ooh. like, that's all I need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's like expressive, it's giving range right it's giving yeah that means a lot it's giving also like something was communicated it's giving meaningful expressive is really great and i feel like people don't often give it its due give it its due um i have really started clinging to effusive with my students like that's the like if i have a student who's really good i'm like they're just such an effusive member of the choir. <laughs> that sounds like somebody's outgassing. Like somebody's <laughs> giving off fumes. <laughs> uh, which They're is not exactly emissive. what... Uh, oh, ooh, yeah. They're effusive. I'm like, you guys, we should, be, we should be effusive as a choir. And they all said, thanks, Mr. Walker. They said, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. What is like, what is a compliment that you received or just a a, a review, uh, uh, someone who's heard you perform, play, whatever. What have they said that's like, oh, I actually don't. I think that's wrong. Like, oh, I don't engage with that. I know. Oh, like, oh, that's not, it's not quite right. It's not quite. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know what my answer to that would be. Um, 
that someone has been like, ooh, I thought it was X. And I was like, I hope it's not. Honestly, probably more than anything, it's probably in like a comparison. Yes. Like someone saying like, oh, your writing sounds like X thing or like X person. And I'm like, I actually don't want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought up comparison because we'll be talking about that today. Well, so We'll be getting into that today, okay? Oh, my. I think we should just dive right into it because it's going to take, it's going to mean there's a lot to say. There's a lot to, there's, there's a whole list. We're, we're, I love how mysterious we're talking around the subject. The people are like, what is it? The people really just heard us say what it is in the intro, but that's okay. I hope so. Wait, so if they did, then we can keep uh, being vague because they already know what we're talking about. Sure. Um, so, so today we're talking about, about the <laughs> <laughs> Look, you all, it's been all over and more towards the beginning of this year than than, mm-hmm. than right now. It's really been all over. Well, but it was talking- published right on January 1st. What do they think it was? Like a New Year's gift? What What is the... New Year's something. Anywho, we're talking about the Rolling Stones list. You all. Blast. The Rolling Stones list of the 200 greatest singers of all time. And let me actually stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. (laughs) Because I think that a lot lies in the title. Because it's not the 200 greatest performers. It's not the 200 greatest greatest songwriters. And it's not the two. Like, it's the 200 greatest Singers, singers, singers. <laughs> We're talking about what does it sound like when you sing? That was what it is to me. <laughs> well, but they they immediately kind of off the bat start distancing themselves. They say the greatest singers list is not the greatest voices list. I think that is so sick. I think that's sick. Because what is a singer if not a voice? Well, now, now, I think there's a distinction. Uh, but can I find it? I don't think I can. So, <laughs> <laughs> a singer is one who uses the voice, right? The great, a greatest user okay. of the voice. Greatest voices, there is something p- partially just kind of like anatomical about that. It just is like, okay, like what what bodies do we have to work with? But a, mm-hmm. a good singer uses what they've got to sing a good song or to sing a song mm-hmm. goodly. Thank you. Goodly. And I think so Um, that's, you know. Well, here's my thing. I get, hmm. (laughs) Well, obviously, and we'll talk about this because this is all by design, but, you know, I think that we'd, we both take great umbrage with many elements of the list. (laughs) Would you Um, say? (laughs) (laughs) And part of it for me, I think, is that there are people on the list who we want to respect because they have contributed something really moving and powerful and um, kind of extremely, well, expressive and effusive (laughs) about the human condition. I think that that's that's really valuable, I would say. I don't think that lies in being a great singer. Like, I don't think someone has to be a great singer to be a great, like, vocal performer. I guess singer is the word for vocal performer, but I think there should be something separate about like, this person has made a great performance. Was it great singing? Hmm, no. And so would I put it on a list of the greatest singers of all time? Hmm, I don't think I would, if you're asking me. Okay, so I, see, I, I hear you're getting like at a, a technical difference between like performance value versus like technical... Ability, maybe? Is that what you're drawing a line between? Yeah, kind of technical ability. I think part of it is like, well, I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm just privileging, you know, pretty things, you know? Mm. Maybe things can be great without being <laughs> pretty. Yes, absolutely. Ugly things can, can also same. be beautiful. Well, be that that's Batman. not what I've said. <laughs> <laughs> What, can, you, can you make a case for great singing that is ugly? 
Um, or great singing, great singing, to use mm -hmm. the language of the list, great singing that is not good singing. I think there's a lot of that going around. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading like wildfire. Um, great singing that is not good singing. Yeah, because it can be expressive. Like, it can be really expressive while okay. being like, oh, no, like, you're damaging your body. <laughs> you know? Like, we, like me doing my Louis Armstrong impression. Right. <laughs> right. Almost exact, almost exactly like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I feel like what we're really getting at is like the whole. This whole thing is is um, is messed up from this from. The well, jump. let's talk about that. Let's talk okay? about that. As in what? What's what are the definitions? What, how do we define singing versus vocalizing versus whatever? Mm -hmm. What what are the rubric and versus shouting or versus um coughing and choking and hiccuping <laughs> and <laughs> yodeling and groaning and screeching? These are all words that writers for Rolling Stone have used to describe <laughs> people on this list. The so-called <laughs> 200 best singers. Um, but like you said, you know, part of what why I think we both take umbrage to see the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we want to value the contributions by people on this list and by people not on this list. And mm -hmm. lists just don't do that. You know what I mean? They're just like, yeah. it's like, not they're not good at, at preserving value. They're good at setting up hierarchies of value. And that's tired. And who has value and who doesn't. Right. So right, from right off the bat, uh, this is all a mess and we should not be talking about this. But we're going to talk about it. <laughs> And that in part, the the whenever anyone does this, I mean, it's the whole, like, you know, anytime, like, Pitchfork does a review of something and, like, you know, Pitchfork does a review of uh, the Pitchfork review of the Charlie XCX album or something. Right. And then all these gay people are like, look at this horrible thing. Everyone go, like, read this horrible article they don't understand. And Pitchfork is like, great, we're going to run 50 ads on every one of those clicks. And that's literally just the point of the whole thing. Um, well. That like, that certainly feels like the point here, right? Like we're gonna do something that claims to do this thing that, of course, no one will ever agree with and will never please everyone, and so like everyone is gonna talk about this list that we've created. Okay, work. No, we get that. We understand. What I what is now? There are some things that are cuckoo crazy about this list. <laughs> um. But I do have to say that, so when it had just, when it first came out, the first thing I saw about it was a tweet that just had the top 10. And normally that's where it is. Normally it's like, you see the top 10 and it's like, oh, this is like a crazy lit. Like, how could this be the top 10? How could they say that? And I actually didn't really think anything would come of this list because I did think that they cracked the top 10. I was like, who's looking at this top 10? Who takes himself seriously and is looking at this top 10 <laughs> and is like, this is not right. These aren't the right people. To be honest, that was my first reaction. I hear that. I hear that. And I mean, okay, I'm looking at the top 10 now. It's got it's got some really great singers. <laughs> you know, it's got the names that you want to see. It's got the names that you want to see. So, uh, number 10, Al Green. And what I will also say is that they have, like... I mean, I don't, I'm not here to really, I'm not pushing for men's representation, but often the the conversations about the best singers is very, you know, higher voice dominated. Right, right. And I think that this does aptly identify some great lower voice singers, which is fabulous. Okay, so number 10 is Al Green. Number nine is Otis Redding. Number eight is Beyonce. Number seven is Stevie Wonder. Number six is Ray Charles. Number five is Mariah Carey. Number four <laughs> is Billie Holiday. Number three is Sam Cooke. Number two is Whitney Houston. And number one is Aretha Franklin. I mean, all black people. Well, for and let's say that. So let's first of all say that. So they did that right. 
But I guess that would, I guess there are people who would look at that and be like, mm, where's Carly Simon or whatever they would say. Dang. <laughs> Just out here dragging Carly Simon. I don't even think it's on the list. Poor girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But it's like, okay, like take any two people in the top 10. How am mm-hmm. I supposed to, how am I supposed to compare Stevie Wonder and Beyonce? What does that even mean? What are you talking about? What well, are you saying? you're so right. You're so what right. What is that? What are you, what? No, in that sense, it does not make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it, the whole thing is a, is a farce, mm-hmm. truly. I do, I, well, I said what I said. I think they kind of cracked it. Like, certainly there are some names that for me personally, I'm like, this is in the top 10. Like, like we're, we'll have to discuss the Jasmine Sullivan of it all. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or even like, um, Ella Fitzgerald, I think is like in the top five. She on this list is number 45. I think that's misguided. But again, it's not like, I don't know. There's no, here's what I really mean. There's no one in this top 10 list that I'm like, you don't deserve to be here in the top 10. I hear that. I hear that. And I agree with that. But then I might I might extend that to the whole list. Well, maybe, perhaps. <laughs> the fact that it is numbered really I know it really is a bummer. It's a bummer. Who who do they who is the Rolling Stone magazine? <laughs> and how do they So whenever they do something like this, they it is credited as being by it's not like credited as the list itself is credited as being by like the Rolling Stones staff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then each of the write-ups, the you know, paragraph or two that they write for each person, that gets credited to a writer, but like the uh the list itself is not credited to a single person. And so I often wonder, like, what's the deal? Like, like they send out an email and they're like, everyone vote, or it's like, okay, this is the list, like who what would you change? And then it's like everyone goes around and you make one change, and then that's your list that you made together. I don't know. Like, how do they do that? I don't I don't really know. I feel like they <laughs> there's something going around about like the practices they use and like mm-hmm. trying to get representation, yada yada yada, mm-hmm. because all mm-hmm. of Anytime anybody makes a list, it's biased by their own experience. And if you have a, a writing staff that is biased by who you consider a good journalist, it, it's yeah. just like everything is, you know, biases stacking on biases, and then you get yeah. a biased list. Well, um, I I just am kind of like, how come, like, where's, how come nobody else is doing this? No like, one else is making a list of uh, on this topic, right? Like. Okay, mm. every magazine is doing their list. Like you've got the top college rankings, you've got the mm-hmm. Forbes 100, you've got the Billboard, you've got the, you know, everybody's yeah. who's public. Everyone publishing. has their version of their list. Right. I think I want to see different people do the same list. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What makes these people the experts? Thank you. And in fact, as a person who pursues music professionally. I don't know that people who pursue music professionally are the experts. <laughs> I'll just say, say that. that again. No, say that again, please. <laughs> Truly. Wow. Wow. And I mean, this is like within the larger context of award season time that we're mm-hmm. passing through and almost exiting where it's like, you know, are you going to give Beyonce the Album of the Year award? Or well, are you going to not? <laughs> well. It's just like all, these, all these opportunities for celebration that feel mostly like, actual, like denigration of... Yeah. We have a surplus of amazing human talent. Amazing representation of just like what is possible with the human voice or with... Music or in acting or whatever. Yeah. And more and more, these the awards list making feels like the opposite of that. It does not feel like a celebration. Yeah. Well, it feels extremely like competition. And comparison. And particularly in, um, 
I mean, you bring up the album of the year thing. Like, it is so hard and also just not realistic to compare things that are so categorically different. <laughs> yeah. Not even that, I don't know. I don't know that it it is easier to make this list if it's like, you know, R&B divas. You know, I don't know that like that makes the the comparison easier, but it is like, it's one thing, I'd compare this to the Grammys only because like when you compare, I don't know, when you compare, I guess the album, the so-called album of the year, Harry's House to other um, pop vocal albums. Right. That that's like, oh, we're comparing some things that are, or we're comparing things that are trying to do something comparable, right? Like, if if these projects have a similar goal, like who is getting closest to the finish line, as opposed to who is getting closest to their own finish lines, or is there one like when we compare all the singers, we compare right. all the albums, we compare all the whatever? Is it that we are? Is that person most effectively doing the thing that they are trying to do, or have we set one gold standard? Like, are we saying, okay, Aretha Franklin is the best singer of all time, and now who has come the closest to doing what Aretha Franklin does? Okay, number two would be Whitney Houston. Number three is Sam Cooke. I'm like, oh, I follow that. Mm. But if it's, are people, uh, I don't know, trying to, are people doing the thing that they're setting out to do? Well, then that's how you get all these people on this list who shout and scream and do things that I don't think are pleasant. (laughs) but may be effective and great, even though they are not pleasant. (laughs) I see someone who's dedicated to pleasantry. Exactly. (laughs) To the niceties. Um, Niceties. Yeah, I see what you're saying about, about, you know, if, if, if these things were, if you limit the playing field a little bit more, maybe you can have a more meaningful comparison. Um, yeah. But even yeah. still, I feel like the, you know, it's like the, the, the value that these singers or these albums or these performances have is like created in the interaction between the thing itself and the people listening. And mm-hmm. so it's like, even within a genre, it's like, who, who, who's, who's to say you know, genre doesn't d- doesn't uh, define what something means just because it has a certain sound. Sure. You know, something that's yeah. R and B. It's like could make you feel great, could make you be nostalgic, could could yeah. remind you. Uh, you know, feeling is 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 just there for the taking, and and artists are are speak, speaking to that, um, and also speaking to the times. And it's like how how do you create a a hierarchy of feeling like you're talking about like pleasantness or niceness it's like Mm -hmm. well this thing was really like grating and made me feel scared and angry (laughs) is that is that worse than something that makes me feel like sexy and beautiful i don't know because then i start comparing feelings and it's like are these feelings better or worse or are they just parts of being alive well, that's my thing about like. <laughs> this sounds like I'm being mean, which I guess I am. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think in scrolling through this list, and you know, it's not not all music is for everybody, which is actually the point, which is great about music. That there are so many people on this list who are the lead singer of some rock band from the '70s that I've simply never heard of. <laughs> And I feel like I have a good understanding of what the music sounds like. And I'm not even saying that it's bad. Like, I I do think that it is effective, that it is expressive, that it makes me feel something. But I think also that there is music that makes me feel something that I also then am like, wait, like, that's an amazing singer. Like, listen to that amazing singing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is, you know, so I can, like, really feel moved to to anguish and anger and and uh, sadness and uh, despondency and all sorts of things <laughs> Adjectives. by by song, by sounds <laughs> by singing that thank you that <laughs> doesn't sound pleasant or like that doesn't sound 
like singing. Right. By speaking, by by people's use of their voice in ways that I wouldn't describe as singing. Does that make them a great singer? No, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, there are no um rappers on this list. No, no people who are exclusively rappers. Right. Is there why not? <laughs> well, I mean <laughs> like it's not a great vocalist list. I get, and I guess if it was, you'd have to include rap into that. But you know, I mean, like I think about Biggie's voice. I'm like, I that's a, that is an expressive voice. Uh, um, like J. Cole has an expressive. Like there are rappers who have the, have particularly expressive voices that I don't know. Are, I think are, but they're not singers. But then what's the line? If someone is screaming and shouting on a record and going. Ah! You know, whatever it is. Mick Jagger is on this list, you know? Like, <laughs> some of these <laughs> things that people are doing, I would not describe it. And it's not just about pleasant. It's not just about, like, ooh, that sounds nice. It's just, like, you see what you know what I'm saying. I hear you. I hear you. And I think we've we've firmly established that we take issue with the basis <laughs> for the this entire list and everything that it sets out to do. Perfect. Well, it's been great <laughs> talking to you. Well, that's just the, that's just the starting point. That's um, so true. I'm curious if we were to revise this list. Okay. Not just numbers wise, like reordering who's it, but revise what we've just been talking about the 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 basis that it, it rests on. Revise the premise. Revise the list mm-hmm. nature. Revise the. Mm-hmm. How how would we go about that? I feel like I'm I'm just shooting from the hip here. Like, what about something that's like time oriented? What if it's and I guess this is what well the Grammys are, but it's something that's like we went through. Okay, from 1990 to 1995, like here are the here are the singers that like defined that sound or defined uh-huh. that time uh-huh. um, in a way that was less. Uh, Restricted by numbers, I guess still in part, in some ways is, but also like that there's something about, I don't know. So, so many of these things feel so culturally specific. So the first thing I think of is to do something bound by time or bound by our least favorite word, genre, or, (laughs) or by, I don't know, in a way that's like, not just this is the, uh, this is the best singer and this is the 53rd best singer. But like, here's a thing that like this person did that no one else did. Like, here's a person, here's a thing that like this mm-hmm. singer particularly was effective at doing, like particularly brought to the table mm. that other people did not bring to the table. Yeah, I hear that. And there are moments in the list where some of that came out. I felt like in terms of charting, like who, what important, uh, what vocalists, or excuse me, singers, <laughs> excuse me, uh, what singers provided like a roadmap that other singers followed yeah. um, or like really uh, defined a genre or a sound that then was expanded upon by other singers. But I would love it if the list went further in that direction, kind of like you're saying, mm-hmm. and like really mapped out some lineages. Yeah, give me a web. Ugh. A web, relationality. Like, there, there yes. is no other relation between the singers on this list other than their hierarchical ranking by right. the number. And they would, it's like, that. can we please find another way? Can we find anything else to, to bring these people together in the same space? Yeah, I agree. That is disappointing. I did. Or there's, great, there's so much room for a, a more nuanced, involved discussion that actually highlights... That all these people are working together and right, right. not, I don't know, that they're competing, they're clawing their way to throw <laughs> Aretha from the top of the list. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, like, you don't have a Whitney without an Aretha, like, very, right. very directly there. Uh, right. And it's like, I'd love to, that sounds like journalism to me. Rather than rolling just, stone, than just putting numbers on things. <laughs> um, 
I did, okay, there were people, there were quite a number of people on this list that I'd simply never heard of. And that, like, first glance, I was like, okay, who is this person that I've never heard mm-hmm. of doing, beating out this other person that's clearly amazing and great? And, you know, I still have those feelings. But I also <laughs> was like, oh, this is cool. Like, here's a, if I was a person who liked singing, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, I am, like, then <laughs> here's a great resource for me to, like, go look at other singers that yeah. I've never heard of. And what if a list was organized like that? It's like, okay, well, if you love Aretha Franklin, starting oh, point, yeah. you'll yeah. love these 10 other vocalists too. Yeah. As cute singers. Wow. I mean, it's really, wow. It's very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> difficult. And like that, that's like, that's giving me more to explore. That's generative. That's yeah. like, I will say to their credit, like, and, uh, you know, maybe if I spent more time with this list, I could uh, glean more from this, that they do seem to have made an effort to include a lot of people that are not just American-centric. Right. Um, which I think is actually really great. Um, there are a lot of, like, Middle Eastern singers and singers from... Asia and from Africa, like singers outside of here's what you heard on the radio in the United States from, you know, 1945 to 2010. Right. And so I think that's great. Um, It is. It really is. And it's like, I want, I want more. Well, yeah, that when they put it in a, everyone has a number and they're all sitting in line and you're just checking to see where your favorite people are in line. Right. Then actually I'm not, I'm not (laughs) reading the paragraph. I'm not like learning more about this person who is, you know, number 147, I'm scrolling down to see where's Taylor Swift and where's Adele and et cetera, et cetera. So I'm they so haven't glad. even like... Wait, I'm so glad, but also I'm so <laughs> angered that you brought up Taylor Swift. Two clocks in on this list at 102. I, I don't, I mean, are you shocked? Am I shocked? I can't, I, shock isn't the word. Um, I don't know what the word is. I'm without words. <laughs> I wish the writers of this article had been without words and had not said these words. Uh, uh, I know. It's, it's, well, here we are descending into comparison once again. Um, but it's, it's just so well, curious. Well, let's descend. Let's, yeah. I'm ready to descend. I'm ready to get down. <laughs> I mean, and I'm ready for her to get down from there. It's get entirely down from too there. high. Get down from there. I'm ready for her to get down from that note that she's Ooh, singing that is too high funny. for her. Um, no, see, that's just unserious. And that's not me saying, that's not me trying to be a Taylor Swift hater. I don't think her thing is that she's this amazing singer. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't know that so many people on this list are like, oh, I'm like the amazing singer. Like, Bob Dylan who is number 15, I think Bob Dylan is one of the most, like, essential songwriters and performers that that we've had in the, you know, last many decades. I don't know that I'm like, oh, yeah, Bob, D- Bob Dylan, that amazing singer. <laughs> like, <laughs> the amazing <laughs> singer. Yeah. I think that to be a great singer, you'd, you kind of have to be doing something that... You have to be singing in a way that, like, other people can't, I think. And I don't know that Bob Dylan was doing that. I think he's writing in a way that other people certainly do not. But what what puts Bob Dylan at number 15 and not old Joe on the stoop? What puts him at number 15 and Barbara Streisand at number 147? Barbara Streisand being at 147 is one of the sickest things I've seen in this world. <laughs> That does not make sense we were to anyone. We were scrolling, and then when I got to that, I was like, "Well, what comes next?" I like, I was, I was really like, I don't know what comes after that, because what? Like, who, who, who? What? Well, for me, that all started all the way back up at the top because number <laughs> one hundred ninety-four. I know. I know. Is Kelly Clarkson? Kelly Clarkson should be number 20. <laughs> She's a really great singer. She's no, a I really know. great singer. I know. 
She should be oh number 20 gosh. iced in, like the immovable. <laughs> like people oh have to move God. around her. She's number 194. 193 is Brandy. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then Jasmine Sullivan is 182. That does not make sense. Now, let me tell you some of the names of people that this list purports to be greater singers than Kelly Clarkson, Brandy, and Jasmine Sullivan. Lana Del Rey. (laughs) (laughs) Fiona Apple. Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) Taylor Swift. Clowns. (laughs) (laughs) Not that those people, you know, they're... They're give, they've contributed so lovely lo, in a lovely fashion to the culture at large, the large culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where I have to end that, that <laughs> analysis right there. Yeah. Um, were there okay? Part of the big dust up around this uh, around this list is. I mean, 200 names, there, there have been more than 200 singers. Are you serious? In this world. No, I, I've heard them say that. <laughs> that's what I've heard tell on Twitter. That's what they're saying on Twitter.com. Mm. Um, and so the, the, the kind of the biggest snub online was celine dion that celine dion is not on this list which i can't even say without laughing because what does that mean (laughs) it does not that i mean we've already done this call into question the entire list but that omission does call into question the the entire project and that's the type of thing that i'm like did they know like how does that happen i i seriously think that they just it slipped somebody's mind and 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 just no one remembered. I guess because there's just no way. There's I mean there's. I mean it's Celine it's Celine Dion. No, I and believe me, I know. All like, by myself. Like it's all incredible. coming back to me now. No, and, I know. And like longevity. I mean, she's still singing like unbelievably. And there's yes. some people on this list that. We can't always say that about some people. Well, and never could. 10. And we never could have said it about well, them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even it's like, I love Mariah to death. Love her. Oh my God. I can't believe you were exploring <laughs> this route of discourse. <laughs> I love I her so much. This. But in the, when we take into account longevity, you know, vocal health. Uh, in, endurance, stamina, stamina. <laughs> <laughs> then I think I think of Celine more than I think of Mariah. Wow, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like Celine's out here. You're saying they anti Mariah, and you would slaughter right. a lamb if you saw one. <laughs> um. Right, but it's just like what, what, by by what method did you all come to this list? Because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, this is why we need multiple lists. Because where's the fact checking on the list? You know. Thank you. Um. Okay, I came up with some other notable uh, snubs from the list. I, okay, bracing myself. We're <laughs> nowhere to be found. Um. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson, nowhere on the list. Yeah. How is that true? Yeah. Mm. Um, no Judy Garland. I'm surprised by that. Okay, that's just... That doesn't... Again, it doesn't compute. Like, if you're making a list, if you are <laughs> setting out to make a list, there are some right. people who get tossed in at the top. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, another one of those names, I would say... Nat King Cole. There's no yeah. Nat King yeah. Cole on the list. Wow. Wow. Um, I was surprised to see The Weeknd, but to not see Bruno Mars. I think that Bruno Mars is a, a good singer, I would say. Yeah, I'm just going to stop say. with I'm surprised to see The Weeknd. I'm just going to put the period <laughs> right there. I think The Weeknd is a good singer. 
Okay, wait. The weekend clocked in at 110 above people like Lauren Hill. People like and Donny Hathaway and Erica Badu oh and El DeBarge. Oh okay, never mind. Remove him. Um, okay, some other people that I think should have made it on the list. Um, well, I don't even know why I caveated it with that because I only like amazing singers. So all these people should have been on the list, obviously. Um, where is Cynthia Erivo? Whoa. Whoa. But that's the thing also to me is like, there are some people that I think aren't on the list because they're not like solo singer. Like they're not like solo music music artists. Mm. But I'm like, where's Cynthia Erivo on the list? Where is she? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she does something that like, I, like, I don't know anybody else. No one does that. What she does, which is to sing flawlessly and effortlessly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, um, and you know, I you know, I I'd, I'd love to not be mad right now. I'd love right. to be just. I'd love to be celebrating, basking, bathing in all this human potential and expressiveness yes. and creativity that we have. It's like absolutely, but instead, I'm I'm a little bit peeved. Because of this hierarchical arrangement. I almost wish, you know what actually, we've been talking about different models. You know what model I actually really like now that I'm thinking about it? Mm. The the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That, you know, there is still a level of like, you're in or you're out. And part of it for them, I actually really love that your career has to have been a certain amount of time before you're eligible. Like 25 years from your first, you know, release or something like that. Um... But, you know, there's no limit. Every year it's like, and now here's 10 new artists. Okay, now here's 10 new acts, 10 new acts that we get to, you know, bring into the fold. I think that actually is a great, that's a much better um, way of doing it than just saying like, oh, here's the one or here's the top 10. Because in some ways it's a top 10, but it's also like once you've, like, we've had you and we've honored you and like now let's find 10 more people because there's always more people and always new you know whatever right. maybe we should have more halls of fame i kind of love that like a lot and then we also like <laughs> you could just toss rolling stone to the side they wouldn't get to put out their 10 year update <laughs> like they do with the uh with the albums you know the 500 greatest albums or whatever Well, that's what I I was like, well, there's part of it that is, I like that they didn't update, and we made a whole episode about that, but I I like that they didn't update an addendum, like, okay, and here's a, another version, okay, here's, here's a new take on it, but it does still, I mean, it's a lot of the same names, it's a lot of the same titles just being thrown around. What I think we actually need is space to, like, honor and then find more people to honor. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, speaking of more people to honor, there are more people who should have been in the list, <laughs> if you're asking me. Um, Brandy Carlisle, hello. Uh, Where is she? Incredible singer. Um, I'm going to be... She's problematic, but she's still a legend. And I'm, and that is Sia. I think Sia is <laughs> and actually just toes that line of good singing. And is this just screaming? <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of screamers made it onto the list, so well, that's certainly true. Um, where are the emotions? Okay. Ah, uh, where is Mitch Grassy? Wow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because that's important. where is the lead singer of Dirty Loops? That is the question. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> you know, technically very, very technical. <laughs> very technical. <laughs> I would call it technically. I would call that technical. Um, and the real number one, of course, is Amber Riley. Hello. Oh my gosh, she's a legend. Wow. I mean, there's so many good singers. There are so many good singers. And I singers. think that's what this list wants to say. And it just fails. It just <laughs> it really just fails. Not. 
does not say that. Yeah. What is up with that? How, why, <laughs> as in like, what, this feels so, why are we still doing this? You know what I mean? Like, wh- why do people still do this? <laughs> well, you know, because here we are talking about it, you know? They want people to talk. Talk, talk, talk. Wow. So we, so you're saying that we are complicit. This is complicity. That's exactly what I'm saying. We're complicitina Aguilera. Wow. Clocking in at number 141. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. What about Philip Bailey? Yeah, wait. What about Michael McDonald? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Talk about someone with a distinctive voice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That gives and gives. Truly, still out here singing. Now, there were some included in the list that I was like, good for them for including this person. Okay. Because that actually is taste. Um, Like Martha Wash. Mm. Like Martha Wash is a good singer. Or um, Barry White is on this list. That's good. I was really happy to see Elta Barge. Yeah. And Sade. Clocking in and that, Sha- like, no, Sade. At 51? Yes. I was like, okay, work. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was right. That was right. Okay, truly, truly, truly hilarious is <laughs> Ariana at 43. <laughs> I don't know what is so funny about that. Well, because she's right above James Brown at 44. <laughs> well, that is right. That is why I laughed and also fell to the ground. I mean, there is something, of course, fundamentally wrong about, you know, Jasmine Sullivan being in the the lowest 20 and that, you know, Christina and Ariana would be above her. Like, that's not right, actually. That's not how that is supposed to work. Um, <laughs> um, okay, we talked about Taylor being too high. And it, you know what? It's not just the people that that... It, what I mean to say is that we can be critical of people that we are fans of as well. Absolutely. Right. And by that, I mean Rihanna at 68. <laughs> we have to be serious. We have to, we have to live in a serious, you know, sort of ethos. <laughs> we have to live in a serious ethos. I, that's an interesting combination of words that you put together there. But I stand by it. All I right. Do. Stand by me and stand by Rihanna at number... 68, did you say? Wow. Well, you know, she is <clears throat> the artist of the millennia. Oh, yes, we can't forget. Yeah. You know, anytime that we've tried to go back and find whatever publication named her artist of the millennium, it is nowhere to be found. I think they might have redacted it. I, they couldn't. They couldn't have made such a bold um, <laughs> claim here at the beginning of the millennia. <laughs> Wait, that is so, so unbelievable <laughs> to say that someone is the artist of this third millennium. The artist of the millennium. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Well, according to Rolling Stone, she's one of the biggest voices, period. So. And how could they say that? That's not true. <laughs> Very big voice. Extremely large voice. I do I do want to like call out some of the things that they wrote just as you know, there's a lot of writing in this. There are, okay. there are 200 paragraphs about people. But the way that they were writing about voices, it's interesting. It's like singers. Oh my gosh, wow. Singers, not voices. Excuse singers. me. Singers. My my word, um, I like Alicia Keys, who is in the in the like bottom thirty somewhere in there. Um, right, Alicia here at one eighty five. <clears throat> they say um, over the years her voice only got stronger, and songs like <laughs> don't laugh, and songs like the head over heels, no one. And the plush yet bruised You Don't Know My Name were given extra potency by the nuanced yet 
technically impressive vocal performances Keys offered. Okay, I can't take this seriously because You Don't Know My Name is an incredible song. Yeah. And no one. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know about no one. I would call it Head Over Heels. (laughs) That actually feels very apt. I'm here for plush yet bruised. (laughs) No, that song's amazing. No, here's what... This is really excellent. (laughs) This... Oh my gosh, this drum is convulsing. (laughs) The soaring chorus of Empire State of Mind wouldn't be half as memorable without Key's (laughs) wide-eyed vocal. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not nice. Which captures the starry-eyed thrill of realizing New York's limitless potential in a way that even Liza would envy. Where's Liza's (laughs) not on the list? Liza's not on... Not only is Lysa not on the list, this is a no context <laughs> reference to Just Lysa. Plucking Manelli it out of a hat. Okay. In the Alicia Keys write up. What is that? No, I really love it. I really, <laughs> so funny. really love it. I In really a way do. that even Liza would envy. Yeah. Other notable descriptions of the human voice. Uh, on this list include <clears throat> hiccuping and choking up. <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> Buddy Holly, 174. Wait, no, keep, please keep reading. Re- keep reading Buddy Holly's write-up. <laughs> okay. Hiccuping and choking up, rushing the delivery here and slowly pumping the brakes on a syllable there. Buddy Holly's singing style was as unpredictable and exciting as the young form of rock and roll itself. See, I don't know about <laughs> rushing the delivery. <laughs> I don't know about hiccuping and choking up. What about discreetly carnal swoops? Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. I mean, so much of this, I feel like it's trying to be compliments, but it's really just shade. Like the last sentence of this write-up for Buddy Holly, there's a lot of it for the hearing. He recorded incessantly between 1956 <laughs> and 1959. <laughs> Are you, are you being nice or are you, what do you, what? But that's what I'm saying. Like, does that make you a great singer? Well, he recorded incessantly, so. <laughs> I guess that's what it takes. Had to mean something. Hey, all, to all the people out there, if you want to be a great singer, you've just got to do it incessantly. <laughs> well, I mean, there's something, something to be said about that. Okay, so adding to the list of alternate forms that Uh this Rolling Stones debacle could have taken, (laughs) what about, and I think that this awards shows in general, like I said, we're going through awards season, we've got the Grammys, we've got the Oscars, blah, blah, blah. What about awarding collaborations? So it's hard to do, well, it's not, not possible to do with people who are no longer with us. But it's like, mm-hmm. instead of being like, this person, this person is the best person, and they are the best, number one. <laughs> what if it's like, you know what? Y'all two, I, you're really great. Both of what you do is really great, and we think you'd work really well together. Get together and make a record, make a movie, make a whatever. Like, yeah. support and like endow creative collaborations. That's so much, that, I love that as an as a award idea. Yeah. And you know, anytime that like, I don't know why it's making me think of this more than anything else, but I think about that, um, the album that, what was the album that Tony Braxton and Babyface put out? No, I do not know. Okay. It, they, Tony, Tony Braxton and Babyface put out this album together, like, I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago now. Um, and just the idea of like, oh, here are two great legends who now are doing a project together. Like, that is so exciting. That is exciting to the listener. That is exciting to the audience. It's why we love, I mean, right into the Grammys. The Grammys have a have many, you know, duo group awards. Right. Um, 
because that's excited. Like we want to hear the 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 people get together. Yeah. And what a celebration that is of yeah. of all involved, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know you're making me think of <laughs> you're making me think of Black Radio. Black Radio 1 through 3. Okay, same. Well, yes, this is exactly the thing. This is right? exactly the thing. Which yeah. is if y'all don't know, please go listen. Robert Glasper has released three of these albums, Black Radio 1, 2 and 3, and they're all amazing and they are they're it's like a compilation of Great, great collaborations. And we, like, <laughs> Erica Badu, Yeba, uh, Esperanza Spalding, mm-hmm. uh, Nora Jones, Layla Hathaway, yeah. Jennifer Hudson, Q-Tip, like, Common. So many people have been on these things. Um, and the music that comes out is amazing. It's, it's, just, it's just beautiful. And, of course, Robert Glasper just won. Um, I think best R and B album. Best R and B album. We just won the Grammy for that. Um, and you know somebody had something to say about it. <laughs> I can't even believe you would invoke. You would invoke such a thing. Um, well, true enemy of good people everywhere. I guess that's not good gosh, to say about people. Oh my gosh! But cut that uh, out. <laughs> um so Robert Glasper won this award for Black Radio 3 and well also nominated for the award was Menace to Society Chris Brown. Mm. And Chris Brown proceeded to embarrass himself by uh going on Instagram and saying you know, who is Robert Glasper? No one even knows who this is. Yada, yada, yada. Which, you know, I understand that Robert Glasper is not like a household name to all. Um, but he is a legend. And he should be a household name to people in the industry. <laughs> right. Especially in, in this category for which he's won before and been nominated also before. Yeah. I mean, just the idea of, like, this is some somebody who came out of nowhere. Like, no, it's Robert Glasper. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. He's been around for a moment. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Chris Brown was like, who is this? Yeah, fuck this guy. And I don't know who this is. And then, you know, once he and his minions... uh learned who Robert Glasper was, then all of a sudden you see, well, it was very funny that there were all these threads on Twitter of like, you know, 17-year-old boys who are Chris Brown fans. And they're like, who the fuck is this? I don't need, this is so crazy. Why is this even nominated? Did it? I'm going to listen to how horrible this album that just won was. And then they're like, this these first two tracks, I mean, this is more jazz than R and B. Like it shouldn't even be in this category. And then like a couple tracks later, they're like, <laughs> okay, no, this is um it's not bad, <laughs> but you know, Chris Brown still should have won. And then they get to the end and they're like, Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing and deserved to win, but <laughs> so Chris Brown posts that he sent this apology to a quote unquote un- apology to Robert Glasper. Help, help us. And he's like, I'm sorry that what if what I said uh, offended you, if you took offense to that. You know, what I really am trying to say is that, you know, they're pitting us against each other and blah, blah, blah. Which is like, that's nice, but wasn't your first reaction, who the fuck is this? And fuck this person that I don't know. (laughs) I mean, the beautiful thing is that the music speaks for itself. And the fans who listened, well, they found that out. (laughs) And the collaborations speak for themselves, right? It's like three albums of collaborations, up and down. Imagine if we had, I mean... a. There's a bad version of this, but I think there's a good version of this, too. Imagine if there was, like, a Grammy album. And it's just like... Whoa. It's like 
every everybody who you wanted and some people yeah. you also didn't know, like the Chris Brown friends who didn't know Robert Glasper, but oh. then got introduced to them because they were put in collaboration with someone they did know. Yeah. Like that, I mean, that would be yeah. that would be an amazing, not just like musical collection, but like historical document. Imagine years and years of that. Yeah. What's up well, with competition over collaboration? Yeah. It's giving um Quincy Jones back on the block. Uh, yes. Like yes. that's the type and Robert Glasper's <laughs> upholding that tradition. That's yeah. the tradition that we need to be upholding. Yeah. Honestly, not for nothing, it's giving black as king. Wow. Like Beyonce did that too. Um and we do need more of that. Like that's fun. Like, isn't that fun? Is it's the same thing as going to see like um like a you know, a big ensemble cast movie where it's like, oh, like we get to see all these people doing all these things and it's so fun that we like get to see whatever. Um like let's do that musically. Like the only time that that really happens is like at award shows. Right. Like with tributes and and things like that or like, you know, when they do a big tribute like that big Stevie Wonder tribute from uh-huh. 8 years ago or so. Um like that's the only time that we really get to see stuff like that, but like that's what's fun and exciting. Like let's do more of that. That would be so much more exciting than like if it were a show like the Grammys, but no there weren't losers. <laughs> Right. There weren't like four times as many losers as there are people who win awards. <laughs> well, I think I think we've said everything that could possibly be said. There actually can be no more said on this subject. But no more. Thank well, you. now we know that for the next We Love That Award show, right? Um, that it'll be a collaborative affair and there'll be no losers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that when we start publishing we love that quarterly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our our print edition. We're getting into print media, everyone. <laughs> Thriving at, at this time. Wade, you know, uh, records have come back. Have they? Um, they've I, come back to like '90s levels, not to you know '60s <laughs> levels. <laughs> right, and I mean, I feel. I feel like they're kind of like, you know, they're not cheap. Well, neither is print media. This is true. Well, n- they're not cheap compared to what? Well, compared to... Renting music on Spotify? Girl, I guess, yeah. We've been really gotten by these corporations. Yes. And... And we really let them convince us that they were going to be like, this is the future and it'll always be like this forever. That has never been true. <laughs> never. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, though, because it's so. That's just that's just so right. I was. It's, this is so not related to anything that we've been talking about, but um, with all these tech companies laying off all these people, I know. It's like they really were like, "We're the future. Everyone should be working for us." <laughs> and then they. Said, actually, never mind. <laughs> Bye. Go work somewhere else. We don't want you to work here. It's really Girl. sickening, actually. Could not have believed them. I know. Do you remember when Spotify came out? I do. I remember being like, what is this? <laughs> I was so excited. I mean, I was so excited. I was already illegally <laughs> getting well, files. Um and I was like, this is great. I don't have to go through any of that. I just get free music. And I was so on their side because they got me as an impressionable youth. <laughs> and now look at what they've done to us and all, look at really. What you've wrought. Yeah. Because it's well, not going to work out. Not to me. It's, no, it's not going to work out for us. Like, <laughs> us, I mean, like the the all of us, right? It's like, how can you just keep asking artists and musicians to make stuff and never pay them? Like no, at some I point know. That's it's just giving, like, um, not going to work out. Social security. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, this will work forever. No, it'll be great. 
Wait, okay, and maybe this will be a great place to to leave it for today. Leave it. Leave it. Um Okay, so Drake said something about um that when artists on Spotify reach certain milestones, like certain numbers of streaming that they should be paid extra. Which is ridiculous because if Spotify has extra money to be laying around to be giving to artists, it shouldn't be given, they shouldn't be giving more money to whoever, you know, hits three billion streams right. or whatever. Um, <laughs> so the quote from him is, we should get bonuses like athletes to motivate future, <laughs> motivate the future artists to be consistent and competitive, which is just not how Oh that my gosh, works. no. No, literally. No Drake, way. Pushing Reaganomics out here <laughs> in streaming. <laughs> this is this whole thing has us all messed up. I like what it, to be compet. What what? No, we're just we're doing away with competitive. This is music. We're talking about music. What no. we're talking about is making music. No, I know. So, <laughs> Keely Williams <laughs> of Cheetah Girls. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Quote tweeted this and said, <laughs> Oh, fuck off. It's something like 1,000 streams equals one album sale. Go to bed, Aubrey, and apologize to Meg. Better yet, delete that whole album. <laughs> Which I say, thank you, Keely Williams. And I don't think we say that enough. <laughs> and you're right. That is a perfect place to leave off. <laughs> Thanks for listening, divas. We Love That is brought to you by Kenyon and Jerome. Our music is by Sophia Campomore, and our art is by Griffin Keller. And please drop us a line at welovethatpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> you're kidding me. You're just, you're absolutely kidding me. The, I, the episode is over. Um, okay, great. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> How could he have said something so deluded? I mean, well, wait. See our episode on delusion, y'all. Well, very that. Then someone said, um, someone replied and said, that album was great, though. And she says, if you look past the slander and bitch mentality, sure. <laughs> I live for Keely Williams staying relevant, okay? No, I. She said, know. I will not be forgotten. I know, and I love that for her. <laughs> <laughs>